0: Hello and welcome to I Read a Book Once. My name is Emma and this is a podcast where I talk about books. Today I'm going to be talking about A Deadly Education by Naomi Novik which is people on the internet have been calling it a dark academia book and basically all that means is that it takes place at a school and it's kind of dark and creepy. This specifically takes place at a magic school where lots of people die like the school like tries to kill you basically. But before we get into the book, I have to tell you about another book that I read before A Deadly Education. So since starting this podcast, I've talked about every single book that like physical book that I have read since like I started the podcast, right? But I'm not going to be talking about Firefight by Brandon Sanderson on my podcast for basically one main reason, and that is that it is the second book in a trilogy. And I read the first book before starting the podcast, probably back in April or I don't remember exactly when, but back then, and I didn't read the second book until the first week of December, and it would just take a lot of energy and effort for me to make a good episode for that book because there is no episode on the first book, so I'd have to explain the entire plot of the first book to you plus the entire plot of the second book. And typically when I read um, a series, when I get the new book, I'll reread the, all the old books first to kind of refresh my mind. And I didn't do that with Firefight because I thought, I just read it. I've got this podcast. I don't have time to reread it. And so when I read it, I was like kind of confused at certain points and had to go back to Steelheart, which is the first book, to kind of remind myself about what would go, what, would, what had been going on and so for all of those reasons i'm not going to be doing an episode on that book although i would recommend the series it's basically the premise of the series is what if everybody who had superpowers was evil which is a really cool concept and i'm really enjoying it i would like to say two things though about this book before i get into the actual episode about a deadly education and the two things are did not see that plot twist at the end coming even though i should have because I don't want to ruin this book, although I will be spoiling A Deadly Education. So if you don't want that book to be spoiled, read it and then come back. And then the second thing I want to say is that the metaphors in Firefight literally made me laugh out loud all the time because they just get more and more ridiculous. The main character, David, his whole thing is that he's really bad at metaphors and he just keeps trying. And they're so bad, but they're so funny. Like, I love that about those books. It just is so funny to me. So now I'm about to get into the plot summary. There's going to be spoilers. If you don't want spoilers, don't listen. I already kind of went over that. And um, I'm not sure how this is going to go. This is a lot of this book is exposition for kind of understanding the school and the magic system. And um, so, yeah, I don't know if I'm going to actually explain a lot of the magic system or just kind of do that later. So, we're going to kind of see what happens. And so, let's get into the plot summary. Okay, like I said, this is a book that takes place in a magic school. So basically, in this world, some people have magic, but it's a secret from humans, and humans, or they're called um, mundanes here because they like don't have magic. They uh, don't know that people have magic because they so seriously don't believe in magic that you can show them magic and they just can't see it, kind of is how it goes. And so our main character in this book is named Galadriel. But she goes by L, which is what I'm going to call her because it's a lot easier. And she is a junior in this high school. So the school is just a high school. And what happens is uh, freshman year... You get portaled into this school that's kind of in this void that's not, it's like semi-attached to the real, real world, but isn't. And then you stay there for four years and try and survive. And you never leave until graduation day where you have to battle a bunch of monsters, which are called mouths. You have to battle all these mouths and get out of the graduation hall into back into the real world. And that's kind of what happens. And going into the school, there's a large percentage chance that you're going to die. Like I feel like I don't even know, like over half the kids die while they're in this school. But so you're saying to yourself, Emma, why would anybody want to go to this school? That's a fabulous question. Elle explains it as people go to the school because you're less likely to die in the school than if you were to stay out in the real world because basically it's explained that when people with magic go through puberty they like are very enticing to mouths and so for those four years of high school because it's apparently only really high school I I don't I don't know guys you are very likely to get attacked and die no matter where you are and the school has a lot of built-in protections and everything like that where you're less likely to die there so people send their children to the school because you're less likely to die than if you were at home but there's still a good high chance that you're going to die so happy learning (laughs) happy learning that made me laugh anyways so basically we pick up with Al being in at the end of her junior year finals are coming up in about a month so the seniors are getting ready to graduate and the book starts out with her like, in her room, and a monster comes into the door, a Mal, like, bursts through the doorway, and then Orion Lake, who is uh, the uh, golden boy of the school, he's basically single-handedly kept so many people alive. By the end of the book, it's revealed that he saved 600 lives since, or since he got there, and he's in the same grade as Al. and so he comes in, and he kills whatever the Mal is. I can't remember what it is now, and she is upset about that because she does not want orion lake to save her life she has she's extremely powerful so basically everybody kind of has an affinity although only really hers and one other person's is explained but whatever and she has an affinity for magic of mass destruction which kind of makes her susceptible to dark magic so there's two kinds of magic there's mana and then malia so mana is just like normal magic and the way that you get it is by putting forth effort and doing things that are hard. So Elle kind of gets mana by doing, by exercising or crocheting or singing a complicated song or something like that, right? And the other kind is Malia, which is, I mean, I might be saying that wrong. It's probably Malia. I don't know. Like, excuse me for saying all these words wrong that don't have pronunciations and she just made up. You know what I mean? So anyways, that is basically when you take magic from a living or you take life force from a living thing so whether that be just like grass or a literal person and so because of el's affinity for mass destruction she is a strict mana user most people mostly use mana because if you use too much malia you kind of go dark and it makes you sick and ill and you kind of die so because of her affinity she can tell who's using it but also she can't use it because that would kind of like set her on this path of mass destruction and when she was a child so her mom is a really famous healer who lives in a yurt in like a commune somewhere in wales area and oh because this school is technically in england somewhere and um Yeah, but there's students from all over the entire world who go there. Like they talk about enclaves are kind of like places where magical people live and yeah, but not everybody lives in one. So like people who this is like part of the story. So it sounds like the beginning of my plot summary is just a lot of explanation. And that's honestly a lot of what this book was. So anyways, there's enclaves that people live in, and when you go to the school, if you're a child already in the enclave, you kind of have this privilege, which maps on really well to kind of like real life and stuff like that, of being like upper class and anything like that. So basically, if you're from an enclave, you have a better chance of surviving because you can share, it's called power sharing, so you could share magic with people and with your um, enclave back at home, and they kind of watch you back, whereas if you're, you non-enclaver like Elle and some of her friends later on Adaya and Lou um, and some other people like you're fighting tooth and nail to have an enclave accept you so that you have somewhere that's more safe to live after you graduate and you could bring your family with you. I can't remember why I started explaining enclave so I'm going to go back to the plot. So Orion is from the New York enclave and he's super Popular around school because he saves everybody, right? So he saves Elle, and she literally blows up at him because she could have easily taken down whatever the Mal was that was in her room, and she's been waiting for this big chance to prove herself so she can get into a good enclave after she graduates next year. So then she like yells at Orion, and he's so confused because most people kind of like worship him, like literally, like it's kind of creepy the like hero worship that he has to go through throughout the book, and whatever. So she's really mad at him, and then he suspects her of being a malficiera which is i I think i said that wrong but basically it's somebody who's practicing like the dark magic who's using malia and like i said al can tell who everybody is who's doing that and so she knows and he suspects that she killed this girl who disappeared about I don't know a couple weeks ago but she knows it was this guy named David at least I believe his name is David I can't remember and I didn't look it up so he then sticks around and is following her around because he doesn't trust her and she is so annoyed with him she's very rude to him and like all this different stuff and so then because of everything that goes on David thinks that Elle has told everybody that he's a black magic or Mel Fischiera, or whatever, so he shows up at her room, and stabs her in the gut, and so Ella's laying there dying, and she's, like, because she had shown Orion that, because he didn't believe that she was strict mana, and anything like that, and so she had shown Orion how easy it was for her to, like, take Malia out of people by, like, starting to take it out of him, or, and that, like, life force out of him, and then pushed it back into him, because she doesn't actually want it, because it's, like, so easy for her to do it, so that's why he suspects her. Anyway, so then, David comes and stabs her in the gut, and she's literally laying on the floor dying, because she's, she opened the door, because she thought it was going to be Orion, because he had been following her around, or something, I don't remember, and uh, she could have easily kill david by taking out his life force and doing whatever but she's laying there and she's so committed and i just remembered why i was explaining everything and i'm gonna go back to it she's laying there and she's like i'd rather die like she's literally like i would rather die than use malia and she sits there and she's like about to die and then Orion bangs on the door and she uses an abracadabra spell or no an open sesame spell and opens the door and he comes in and gets rid of David and kills him and whatnot because you know yeah so what I was saying is that when now I've re- I totally remember and you guys gonna be like Emma anyways so Elle's mom was a student at the school and while she was there she had a relationship with L's dad and he ended up dying on graduation day because on graduation day you have to battle your way through this big hall filled with the biggest baddest mouths who like because the way that the school like mouths get into the school all the time but it's typically smaller ones that aren't as harmful because they're the only ones that can wriggle through the pipes and the vents the big ones sit in graduation hall and just wait for graduation day and then they kill people so a lot of people die on that day and you try to make alliances so you can get your way through which is why you want to be aligned with enclaves because they have all these powerful tools and stuff like that so her dad ends up dying and so when Elle's about five or so they find her and her mom finally go and find his family and his family's from India somewhere I can't remember where exactly and once she gets there her great-grandmother looks at her and proclaims this like, she foresees Elle's future as being one of mass destruction, and her being, like, an evil sorceress, and all of that, and just, like, like spits out this whole thing about her, like, bringing darkness and death to the world. I can't remember exactly what she says, and so then her dad's family tries to, like, take her away from her mom, and Elle's mom, whose name is Gwen, her name's Gwen, it, like, protects Elle, and then brings her back to their yurt, and whatever, so this is something that kind of follows Elle around always, and, like, in the middle of the book Elle doesn't really have any friends at all because people don't like her and they've never liked her and she doesn't understand why and it's because of like her affinity like people can feel it so she asks Adaya who's somebody who has been kind of nice to her in the past like she'll do trades and like whatever but they're not really friends at this point she's asked her like why people don't like her and she says that being around Elle is like being outside right before thunderstorms, so it's just you kind of get this feeling that something bad is about to happen. So that's kind of some backstory on that and why L won't use Malia because she does not want to become evil. And her mom raised her. Her mom, like I said earlier, is like this world-renowned healer and like really raised L correctly and all this different stuff. that I'm going to talk about later and like showered her in love and whatnot. And so L like is like I can't do it. So then. Orion stays in her room over the night to protect her from anything that might come in because she's too weak to kind of save herself she has one of her mom's healing patches which helps so she doesn't die but it's not an instant fix and the thing is people don't stay in each other's rooms at night oh I forgot to say that her mom was pregnant on graduation day which is why her dad sacrificed himself so okay so anyways People don't stay in each other's rooms because if there's more than one person in a room after curfew, mouths are all drawn there and, like, they die, like, always. But Orion is massively powerful. Like, this dude, I can't even explain to you how powerful he is. And honestly, this is going to be so long. Actually, it's okay. Whatever. Focus, Emma. So he's massively powerful. And so he can kind of, he gets mana from Killing mouse. I don't know how that works because everybody else expends mana to kill mouse, but somehow he gets it from killing them. I'm unsure how that happens but whatever and so they end up surviving but as a result everybody thinks they're dating and there's this weird thing about dating there so nobody does anything for free at this school there's always trades and you do this I do that for you and the only time people do things for free is if they're dating someone and Orion has saved Elle's life at least two or three times by this point in the book and he keeps doing all these things for her and he doesn't ask her for anything and so clearly... Everyone thinks they're dating. And Elle is like, okay, I can use this to my advantage by getting in good with the enclaves because he's the golden boy of New York and now everybody's trying to steal Orion to get to their enclave. So she's kind of using him with London. But it doesn't really work because then she's sitting there and she ends up being rude to everybody in enclaves and she ends up having a realization a little over halfway through the book, So I might be skipping ahead that she doesn't want to join an enclave because they like, rig the system, like, there's just a lot of things that are, like, wrong with them, and, like, how they treat other people, and, like, all this other stuff, and she realizes that she doesn't want to be a part of it, which is kind of why she has been being rude to them subconsciously. She realizes that's kind of what's going on. So her and Orion actually end up becoming friends, and they end up studying together a bunch in the library, and one day while they are in the library, they Elle has this table in the back, like, near the stacks and whatever, because she's, like, unpopular, so she can't sit in the comfy chairs or anything like that, and Orion's been going back there with her, and the New York Enclave has been very, like, they don't like that about her, like, whatever, because everybody still thinks that she's, like, practices, like, the black magic or whatever, and so they're sitting back there, and they hear screams, and Orion takes off running, because he's got a serious hero complex, you guys, And, like, he takes off running to, like, take care of whatever's going on. And Elle starts to go after him and realizes that it's taking her 1,000 years to get to the main part of the library. Because the library's messing with her. So she's being very deliberate. And as she's doing that, she reads the spines of each of the books. And she finds this really super powerful book. She can just tell. So she takes it and grabs it. And she keeps going. And then all of a sudden she realizes the library's letting her spit like the library wants her to go there they don't want the, her to stay in the hallway with all the books right so she turns around and on the ceiling is a maw mouth which basically think of it like as a giant like think of it kind of like a giant squid it's got all of it eats people and when it eats, eats people then their eyes and mouth are like part of this monster and it's got tentacles and like they're impossible to kill they've been killed twice by groups of like six plus magician not magicians like magic people you know and so she knows that it's on its way to the freshman hall and she could just leave and people wouldn't blame her because nobody survives these right and it would just like kill a bunch of freshmen until it because it can only kill once and then it has to sit there for a while and digest digest before it can like move again right so she's like I could let it kill all the freshmen, but she doesn't so what she does is she follows it she runs after it instead of going into the library and she knows that the only way that you can defeat one is by going inside of it and killing it from the inside but in the past it's like I said it's taken like six plus um sorcerers or wizards or whatever they're called I don't really know and And so she goes in there and she's able to do it by herself because she's so massively powerful. She has these crystals that her mom makes that she uses to store mana in and she uses like 19 of her 50 and only like, I don't know, only like 30 of them are full or something like that. And she kills it, but to great cost to herself because she's like then internally freaking out like she's doing so poorly and so she like makes it down to dinner like people like bring her down there and orion's like what is wrong with her because like she's like acting so weird like she's like she's doing so poorly because that was just so traumatizing to her and so orion kills a bunch of mouths and then forces mana into her and so she has too much she's gonna explode and so she like the only thing that's natural to her other than all of the killing curses the school makes her learn because i haven't explained that but i'll do that later because this is getting a bit lengthy is she forces, she does a healing song her mom teaches, and it brings everybody back to, like, who they are. So one of her, like, kind of friends, acquaintances is this girl, Lou, who has been secretly practicing the Maleficiera. So she's doing, like, the, the, using Malia and all of that stuff. She's been doing, or Malia, whatever. She's been doing that, but only a little bit at a time. And so because she's been so incremental with it, Elle's healing spell is able to bring her back and so wipe out all traces of using the Malia, which is, like, important for the plot later on. And so then, later, her friend... So then she is doing better, and she goes to read her book. And she realizes that it's a book that's been missing for, like, a thousand years. And it includes a spell on how to make a new enclave. And because they're really difficult to make, and this is, like, the best spell ever. And it's been, like, lost and whatever. And it also has this phase change matter spell in it where you can like really easily change something from like a solid to a liquid liquid and then back again or whatever and so then adaya comes to see her and like is like you killed a mom oh so then what happens is she's there the next day and she's told adaya that she has this book and Adaya's going to like set up this trade so she can get things in response of giving people the spell in the book and but she's going to keep the book and they go to the library or they go to the cafeteria for breakfast and they're about to like spread the rumors around and there's a senior sitting alone and the thing is nobody sits alone. the senior is alone because he killed somebody for their room last night, and that's like a big no no and so everybody's like annoyed with him and then he says, "Well, I saw a, mama, a mom a mouth come up the stairs from because he's right next to the graduation hall door, and so he did it for that reason and so then Adiah puts it together that uh, Elle was the one that killed the mom mouth, which is like crazy powerful. Like nobody's done that. And Elle really keeps it to herself, but says that, yes, she did. And so then the seniors figure out that there's like a hole down by the stairs and they want to like in the wall and they want to break the wall down. So all the mouths come and just kill all the freshmen and everything. And then they can get out on graduation day easily. Orion, um, Adaya, Elle and Lou and then also Chloe who's a New York Enclave people and a couple other people go down there and they fix the walls. They have to battle some seniors blah blah blah. Elle uses her new spell. She also almost gets killed by the New York Enclave and then she yells at Chloe for being the worst for like... they Basically from that she realizes that the New York Enclave has been treating Orion kind of like a pet almost. Like they he's not a person to them. And then... After that, Adaya, Lou, and Elle all end up creating a graduation day alliance. And Elle realizes that she finally has friends. And it's so great. And then there's a final battle. Because the thing is, when the school was created, there was like this cleansing thing that was supposed to kill everything in the graduation hall right before graduation day. So it's easier to get out. However, it's been broken for a really long time. And so after like the whole thing about them fixing the wall... And then they yell at Orion and try to like guilt Orion into going into the hall and killing everything for them and like getting dead because they're saying, you're the reason we're all going to die because you saved so many lives. The thing about balance, blah, blah, blah. So then Ella gets really mad on Orion's behalf because this man is literally would have like just done that. And she says no and comes up with this plan that her Orion and some seniors are going to go down there and fix the broken thing. So they do that. Um, A battle commences between the mouths they lose a couple people blah 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 but they end up surviving but it takes them too long because as they like so basically what happens is that once graduation day happens you have to be in your room because the cleansing thing still works in the rest of school and it's just like a wall of fire that kills everything and so l and orion are trying to make it back to their rooms but they don't make it in time and they see the wall of fire happening and right before it happens orion kisses elle and she's like oh my god you thought we we were dating this whole time and then um she uses her magic to create because he thinks they're about to die so she uses her magic to create a wall of fire around them that protects them and then she goes and sees her friends and they chat and like blah 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 and luke like confesses to actually having had practiced the malia before and then orion comes by and they have this little conversation she's like i'm not dating you in here and, like, whatever, and he's, like, gets it, and it's, like, kind of cute and funny, and then they go to the cafeteria, because it's induction day, all the new freshmen are coming, and on induction day, the freshmen will bring letters from your family, and Elle almost never gets one, but this time she does. It's a little thing from her mom, and on it, it says, like, I love you, and stay away from Orion Lake. Wow, remember when I, (laughs) so that took a really long time, but also, you know, I talked for some bits of it beforehand and I had explained the magic system so I hope you didn't hate me for having that long plot summary but there's nothing I can do about it now because I'm not re-recording so let's get into my discussion section this will probably be a longer episode which you will already know because you can see how long it is so kind of going off of the whole magic system thing it doesn't make sense the school does not make sense this is how the school works There's no teachers at the school. Like, literally, there's no teachers. You just show up there. And I don't know how the food gets made. That's a great question. And there's no teachers. And instead, little voices just talk to you while you do your homework and your classes. And they, like, assign you things to do. And the voices keep assigning, uh, like, all these things of mass destruction. So everything she has to do is, like, so insanely difficult. So she doesn't just, like, do massively destructive things because she doesn't want to be bad. And she doesn't want to do those things. And so the school really... It just doesn't make sense. Like, you heard me explain all that. There's no teachers. Like, you live there for four years and you can never leave. And so you have to make sure you bring all your clothes you need for four years. So Elle ends up with only two shirts because they get burned her freshman year most of the... Like, I don't know, man. That makes very little sense to me. And I just I just... I don't know. I don't don't know what else to say. And I'm going to move on just because... I have, I just don't know how to explain it better, but the magic system really doesn't make sense, like, the mana doesn't make sense to me, like, with Orion, how he gets it from killing things, but everybody else has to use it to kill things, like, do they get some in exchange for killing the things, like, that doesn't, that doesn't make sense to me, I still don't really understand why you would send your child there. I mean, I guess they kind of have more chance of living, but you can't speak to them for four years and you not know if they're dead, probably. Like, there's just a lot of questions I have. And Naomi Novik does her best to answer them because one of the complaints a lot of people I've seen, like, online have had about this book and one of the reasons why I put off reading it for so long is that people complain that it was kind of boring because there was just so much exposition which if you don't know what exposition is it's kind of like plot setup setting stuff like explaining the magic system explaining the characters explaining all this different stuff right like just a lot of like world building stuff that had to happen in order for this book to make sense right And so if you don't like that sort of thing, you probably won't like this book because also you don't know what the main conflict is going to be, which is the whole thing in the graduation hall fixing that machine until there's like maybe 60 pages left in the book, right? So like, or maybe 100 100 to 60, right? So like, you really don't know where this book is going, like what the main big problem is going to be until the end of the book. And a lot of it is just setting up the fact of like, these are people there. This is what it's like. This is an enclave this is the magic system, this is that, this is this, and so a lot of people didn't really like that and found it kind of boring. I, on the other hand, had a great time with it. I really enjoyed it, and so part of the reason I picked this book up is because in January, I read Spinning Silver by Naomi Novik, which is a loose Rumpelstiltskin retelling, very loose, everybody, very very loose retelling based on it off of that story and I love that book it was one of the best fantasy books i read this year which I'll talk about in two weeks because in two weeks I'm going to be doing a year wrap-up and kind of talking about my best and worst books and what I read and whatnot so you get to look forward to that anyways a lot of people didn't like that about this book about it being so like exposition heavy I really ended up enjoying it like I liked Elle's narration style she was really kind of snarky and like she was just very different from a typical narrator especially a typical fantasy female narrator which was fun so I really enjoyed that I liked her perspective I liked being in her head I didn't mind all the exposition plot building world building whatnot so to me I didn't really care about that. Although for other people, it was something that they weren't really a fan of. So if you don't like that a lot of this book is about kind of like character building and world building, this is not a book for you. But if you do like that, I would definitely recommend this book. It was super fun. I really liked it a lot. So what should we talk about next? I think next we should talk about Elle and like just her personality and specifically her mom. So like going back to the whole thing about her great-grandmother saying she would be evil and all that, in response, her mom showers her in love, shows her how much she loves her and believes in her and shows her how to be a good person and do the right thing. And then we see that pay off throughout the rest of the book when Elle's about to die but chooses not to use Malia, when Elle is basically invited into different covens and she chooses not to go because of the fact that there's Serious issues with enclaves. I said covens, but I meant enclaves. Sorry, I have witches on the brain. Like Harley Merlin. Because this book, like, it didn't remind me of Harley Merlin, but it kind of reminded me of Harley Merlin. Which I'm really itching to go start reading the Finch Merlin books, but I haven't decided how I'm going to then talk about them on my podcast, which has kept me from reading them yet. But sometime soon, everybody. So anyways, like, with enclaves, there's an issue about they're just they use people like the people that have been there forever just use everybody else. And like the whole system is really messed up and everything. And so she decides she doesn't want to be a part of that messed up system. So she decides not to join one. And just like all these different things, like her mom's, oh, this is why it reminded me of Harley Merlin. So like this is a spoiler for Harley Merlin, so skip like a minute ahead if you don't want the ninth book in that series to be spoiled. But if you listen to those Halloween episodes of mine, then they've already been spoiled for you. But anyways, so in Harley Merlin, Finch is able to cast the spell to kill Catherine because of the fact that he has changed and become a good person because of Harley's love and belief in him. Similarly in this book, but kind of different, L. Chooses to be a good person despite having all of these mass destructive magical powers that nobody else really has and could, like, just kill everybody and whatever because of the parenting that her mom has given her, because her mom has taught her how to be a good person and how to respect life and how to do all these different things. And I just think that is respectable. We respect Gwen Higgins for being a boss. And also at the end of the book, it's revealed that she hasn't told people that that's her mom because people wouldn't believe her and they would try to use her for healing spells and stuff. But at the end of the book, it's revealed to the whole school that she is her daughter. But anyways, like I just respect that. I respect Elle's character for sticking true to her morals and not doing things to just get power and like being a good person. So I respect that about her a lot. Now let's talk about Orion, but specifically we're going to talk about The Kiss and then the cliffhanger at the end. So I didn't know how, when I read this book, I I knew it was going to be a series, but I didn't know how many books it was going to be. It's looking like it's going to be a duology and only two books based on me looking it up uh, earlier today. So I didn't know that. I thought there would be more than just two, but um, so reading this, I thought, you know, Orion and Elle, I don't think they're gonna get together in this book. Like, I was, I was, like, going back and forth between, this is great, I just want them to be friends, and then, um, nah, I think they're gonna get together, but in, like, book four or five or something like that, right? So when he kissed her at the end, I was low-key shocked, but also living for it. It was so funny to me that she just screams afterwards, like, right before they're gonna die, like, we, you think we are dating? Like, Or you were dating me this whole time, I think is what she actually says. And it's just so funny because she's so convinced that they're not dating and he's liked her this whole time. And it was just so funny to me. Like, I really just thought it was hilarious. I enjoyed that so much. And like, also, I don't don't know what to say, guys, but that was just a grand time for me. Like, this whole time, you just think that like, they're friends that he's like, actually just dumb and doesn't know the entire school thinks they're dating or just doesn't care. And I just thought it was so funny that he wanted to actually date her that entire time. Like, come on. That was just fabulous. That was great. But then at the end, when her mom sends her a note that says, stay far away from Orion Lake, I was like, bruh, but why? And so I've come up with some theories. This is the one I don't want to be true for. Okay. So this whole thing is like, it's talked about that Elle has these powers of mass destruction, but then she chooses not to be evil right throughout the book which I loved but then I got worried I'm like worried that in the second book it's gonna be like just kidding she actually the prophecy her great-grandmother gave is true and she's actually turns evil like that would really just make me so mad because we've already been this whole through this whole thing where she's like even when I was literally about to die I couldn't do it right so that better not happen but then my sec- then I'm like what if Orion is secretly evil and then I'm like that can't be true because it literally if that were to be true it would invalidate his entire character thus far like it would make absolutely no sense cuz his whole thing is about being a hero and protecting people and whatever so then, okay, why would her mom want her to stay away from Orion Lake? Also, why would her mom know that? Because she had to give this guy the letter before, like, any word from the school came out, right? Because the seniors sometimes bring letters on their way out. But, like, it's this whole thing, right? So my first thought is that his parents are, like, su- like basically his mom is, like, in charge of the New York Covenant. His dad's really important there, too. So my first thought is somehow his parents heard some thi- Chatter about him and Elle, and like contacted Elle's mom and was like, "You better make your daughter stay away from our son." But again, like, how would they know? Because you can't contact anybody until the seniors are out, but the freshmen have to have the letters before the seniors get out. So that doesn't make sense to me. So I'm like, then I'm thinking, okay, maybe it has something to do with Orion's like weird magic that I've talked about this whole time. Like, what is that about? So I don't know, guys. I'm really intrigued. I do not think Elle is going to listen to her mom's advice. I think she's going to tell... So, she ends up becoming friends with the and Lou. I think she's going to tell them that. But I don't... I really... I don't think she's going to then just drop Orion. Because, like, they're bros now, you know? They saved each other's lives a couple times. Like, they're kind of into each other. Like, I don't know, man. So, that. And then also, a little bit more about Orion is just, like... The way people treat him... This is something Elle realizes in the book, is that... They treat him as a commodity, like, he pours in all this power to the New York Coven, but they don't let him use it, because he would maybe secretly use too much. I don't really know, because he's not paying attention to how much he's using, like, they use him, like, nobody treats him as a person. The reason why he likes Elle so much is because she actually calls him out for doing stupid things and like talks to him like a normal person instead of just like hero worshiping him which is basically what every single other person in this book does and so I feel bad for him because it sounds like when Elle has a talk with Chloe who's also from the New York Coven a couple times in the book and she like explains their childhood like even when he was a little kid he was saving people's lives and like Nobody was wanting to be his friend. She's like, we all try to be his friend, but he has no, he doesn't want to talk to us. He doesn't care about us. Like, well, he cares about Elle, so I don't know. I don't know about that. Kind of going off this idea of people treating Orion like a commodity, one of my favorite parts about his and Elle's relationship is that she stood up for him all the time. She didn't let him volunteer for stupid things that would get him killed like going into the graduation hall by himself and she didn't let people take advantage of him and him being nice or anything like that and that was something I really liked is that he ends up physically saving her life a bunch of times but she is standing up for him against all these other people who just want to use him and that was something that was really enjoyable for me and what kind of made their friendship so strong and believable let's see what else I have. I think I've talked about everything, and I'm at 40 minutes now, so I'm going to end it here. And so, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Sorry that there was a lot of plot summary, but you know what? A lot of it was just talking about the magic system, so maybe that doesn't count as plot summary, because that was then relevant later on. So, just pretend like that section was actually in my section talking about the school and the magic system not making sense. Okay? So... Next week, I'm going to talk about next week before I do my little follow me in these places thing. Next week, I'm hoping, fingers crossed, that I will be talking about In a Holidays by Christina Lauren because it is a book about Christmas and like a Christmas romance. And next week is the week of Christmas. Oh my God, next week is the week of Christmas? That's some crazy stuff right now. So I'm really hoping that's what I'm going to be talking about, but it hasn't been delivered yet. But I'm pretty sure that's what I'm going to be telling you about. And so I wanted to do that just for it to be a little special holiday thing. And then the week after that, I'll probably have this episode released on New Year's Eve. is Or maybe the day before will be a 2020 wrap-up, which I'm super excited about. I've been kind of prepping for it. So look forward to that. Okay, so follow me on Instagram at I Read a Book Once blog. Uh, I really am having a good time with my Instagram, so go check it out. You can check out my website I uh, sometimes use, ireadabookblog.com or ireadabookonesblog.com to see kind of different blog posts. And I also wrote a little bit about Firefight and rereading and stuff like that there if you want to check that out. Uh, send me an email and let me know what you thought of this. If you have any suggestions, if you have any thoughts, comments, anything like that, I'd love to respond and read your emails. And you can email me at I read a book once blog at gmail.com. So I hope you had a great time and um, I'll catch you guys next time.